It's a high drive center field. Beerling's back. This game is turned upside down. Pulls it to the air. It's deep to left. Taylor back at the wall at 700. Hello and welcome to Swing for Contact Baseball Podcast. It is March 28th. It is episode 11th, and this is our opening day preview. Today, we are talking about the MLB.com postseason predictions, our thoughts from spring training and the rules that have made its way into Major League Baseball. We're going to take a look at our top prospects, where they land going into the season, uh, some City Connect news coming through the pipeline, and check out the slate of games for opening day. Uh, let's just start off with spring training. Why don't we let's talk American league and we'll, we'll shift over to the national league here in a second. Uh, I got some thoughts from kind of each team a little bit from the games I was able to watch. Unfortunately, spring training seemed to not allow us to watch a ton of baseball. Uh, but we got a lot of WBC games in and obviously got to see a lot of players in that. Uh, so I wanted to see, we'll just go down the list here. Um, I've got Blue Jays up first with some interesting things because last year they ranked really poorly in their kind of defensive metrics. And so uh, I think this young athletic lineup that they do have and some of the speed and outfield changes they made in their roster, uh, stolen bases have been kind of one of the hot topics of of baseball in recent years. And with the rule changes going on, a lot of people think stolen bases are going to make a comeback. So Blue Jays, do you guys think the Blue Jays could lead baseball in stolen bases? Uh, it'll be, I think it'd be close between them and possibly the Rangers this year. I believe the Rangers led the AL last year in baseball. Uh, really depends on what the, the coaches allow from these guys. Because if, if they've got the green light, they've got the speed to make it happen. And we'll just kind of have to see it on a, like in the games, don't know how much the uh, two step off rule is going to affect this because I know they're going to be trying to bait pitchers more into stepping off because once they get those two step offs, you know you kind of have more of an advantage with your lead and stuff. And we just, like I said, we're going to need more evidence to see like kind of how that affects. But they definitely can lead lead in stolen bases. To answer your question. Noah, who do you think oh, yeah, is the, the just, stolen base leaders? Um, like player wise or just like team? Yeah, just in general, team players, okay. whatever. Okay. Um. Well, I mean, no bias here, but if we're judging off of like aggressiveness and like the want to, I think the Rangers might do it again if we can keep our fast guys. Uh, out in the outfield healthy because they're the ones that are pretty much racking up all the stolen bases. Um, so yeah, I'll stand by that. Uh, it just, it just all depends on, like Aiden said, what the coaches do, if they have the green light. Um, and I mean, on the Blue Jays, you have George Springer, Bo Bichette, and you have fast guys on the outfield, of course, like they could most definitely do it, but we're just gonna have to sit back and watch. For sure. Uh, and I think some of the key additions they did make throughout the year, throughout the off season with like Kevin Kiermaier coming into play center field that bumps Springer to right, most likely. They'll probably be playing right field and DHing, which probably makes their defense better with Kiermaier. Uh, Dalton Varsho coming in, I think, makes them 
a little better defensively and gives him a little bit more power in the run game too because he can swipe a few bags. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see. I think uh, one of their biggest flaws late in the year last year was their defensive ability. So some of the additions they've made and how they've played so far in spring, uh, they've been they've been one of the more aggressive teams this spring on the base path. So I'm curious to see if that remains true. Uh, next up, the Orioles. You know they had a uh, a few pretty good prospects make their debuts last year. Uh, and Aiden, your your favorite term is the sophomore slump. Uh, and so, can the Orioles avoid that sophomore slump going into 2023? Uh, I think I, I kind of said it earlier. The sophomore slump, it's kind of it's more to do with injury. Like a lot of those players, they get injured, they can't play the full season like they kind of do the first year. Uh, it's going to be a bit harder for players like like Abby Rutschman because he does play catcher, and that's that that position is such a wear and tear on your body, man. Really want to see him come out and be able to play as many games as he can, but. Just in the back of my head, I'll I'll know that there's probably going to be a time when he's he's got to take a break because of injury. Uh, like like Henderson, I don't think he'll he'll have like his moments. I don't think he's gonna he's not in a position that's you know as injury prone. I guess to say, uh, don't think it'll really affect him. He'll get the full season. I feel like uh, they got Grayson Rodriguez. He made his. Did he make his debut last year? As far as I'm aware, he has not made his debut yet. He has not made his debut yet? Okay, never mind on that. Those were the two guys I was mostly referring to. I couldn't remember if he got any work in the like late parts of last year. More on Grayson here in a minute. Uh, the Rays' biggest thing, I think, going into this year is just their health-wise. Uh, Noah, yes. this team missed most of their lineup throughout at least partial seasons, uh, you know, guys like Wander Franco who only played partial years, Brandon Lowe slash Brandon Lau. Texas last year. Uh, the Rays health concerns, I think is their only real issue. Can this team stay healthy and, and make a, a push? Uh, um, yeah. I mean, when you have, uh, um, we mentioned it before, like guys like Tyler Glass. Now you see that happen. And it's just devastating. And um, I know somewhat of what it's like to, have a bunch of your ranger I mean sorry players injured in a season when you could somewhat make a run if you will um I forget what year it was but you had like Beltray injured Hamilton injured like um just a bunch of key players injured and if you have those guys you make a big push and so um yeah hopefully hopefully they get some of their guys back and stay healthy um I'm not a big Rays guy. I want to see the Orioles do good, but you know, wish them the best. One thing we learned in the WBC, I think, is that uh, Yoshida can hit. And so the Red Sox are going to probably be relying a lot on his bat to really play in the American League. Being, his bat being able to play in Fenway with the green monster over there. Uh, with him being kind of a slappy lefty at times, I think a uh, pretty good chance that that happens. Aiden, I know you watched a lot of WBC. Yoshida, is he going to fit right in? Well, he actually just hit his uh, first home run in a Red Sox uniform today, I believe. Oh, well, there uh, you go. He, uh, he was really good in the WBC, like smacking the ball there. I think he had two bombs, had like a 760-something OPS. I could be wrong on that. I, I may be completely wrong. Uh. He's just really fun to watch, man. He, he seems like a pure hitter. 
really good hitter. Uh, he does have that like, kind of slat form, as you said, but it, it works out really well for him. And you see a lot of those guys from there kind of have that form whenever they're swinging the bat. Uh, he started off kind of slow in spring training, which, like I've said, not really looking at the stats in spring training, looking kind of more at the approach and stuff. But the, the, the approach hasn't looked bad at all. I, I, I think he can do good. I've already said my problems with the Red Sox. I, if he does really good, I can see them being a bit better, but I don't see them being like playoff contenders or anything, or even in the playoffs. I don't think anybody expects Aaron Judge to hit, you know, another record-breaking season home runs. But where does his regression fall, and how much can the Yankees afford for it to fall? Is he still the American League leader in home runs for 23, or does someone else take the throne away from him? No injuries. I think he hits 50 some. 50? Noah? I, that's that's where I'm going. Yeah, that's a good that's a good little line right there. I'm not sure 50, but if he can stay. If he can stay healthy, I I think he he holds on to it. I've got my line at forty five and a half for for Judge. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll see how how that progresses for them. Uh, switching to the Central, the Guardians are still the favorite in the AL Central. A lot of their knacks last year were uh, small ball and hit and runs and bunts and bloop singles. Obviously, add a, a couple guys with some pop and Josh Bell and the uh, catcher who I'm forgetting the name off the top of my head. Uh, do you think the Guardians are going to try to shift their offensive strategy some, or do you still think small ball reigns supreme in Cleveland? Uh, could see them take more of a Rays approach. You know, the Rays they they've kind of they stuck with their theory of uh, working it out, so could see them stick with the small ball thing. Uh, I really like this this Guardians team. I mean, you got Jose Ramirez, who kind of got injured a little last year, and that kind of took away from him a bit in people's eyes. But, like, this guy could very well go out and win MVP, even with Shohei in the, or in the AL. Like, he's a legitimate MVP candidate. I can't wait to see a fully healthy year from him. Uh, of course, they just lost Tristan McKenzie, so that's going to hurt. But it's, it's for two months. I think they can... I think they can stay on track. No, anything to add on that? Uh, yeah, like I think I mentioned it in a previous episode. Jose Ramirez. I don't know why, but this like Guardian team, I always seem to forget about, and they're really freaking good. Um, but yeah, Jose Ramirez is a uh, MVP candidate, and I think uh, kind of like Aiden said, if they take that Rays approach and uh, you know stick with it, I think they'll be fine without. Uh, I think Bieber is Shane Bieber out too. I think Beaver's uh, healthy. Or I, oh, he's okay. He's healthy. Sorry, I don't know what I was thinking. But yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Shane Bieber, Cleveland. He is getting the opening day start against the Mariners, so he should be okay, fully sorry. locked and loaded. Uh, the Royals. Uh, I don't know. Just keep building in Kansas City and pray for another season, right? Uh, well, I don't. Their young guys are gonna be fun to watch. I think. They have some fun names. Obviously, you know, Bobby Witt is one of those guys that is a kind of a five tool threat in some ways. Like he can go up there and slap 25 homers and steal 25 bases and play really good defense on the left side of the infield. But um, I really like, uh, I don't know what their plan is. MJ Melendez has a really good bat. He's just got to figure out something defensively. Uh, Vinny, Vinny's got a really good bat. Uh, you look at all his look at all his metrics. He could he could be someone who comes out here and 
really makes a name for himself this season. Uh, ready to see some of Brady Singer. Kind of want to see what he has. Like that they're uh, calling him up for this year. And we'll see them. Like, I, I don't think they're going to close to the playoffs like, like we've said. Like, they're going to be kind of like Detroit, I think, record-wise. But they're going to have some fun cats to watch. Yeah, they they have fun. T- they have fun pieces, fun young guys, and it's just a, a building year for them. And just keep keep developing. Uh, the Tigers, like you just mentioned, uh, are kind of lost in this weird no man land of development. And uh, we're saying goodbye to Miggy Cabrera. But the other story in town right now, Spencer Torkelson might have just found his swing. Uh, he's been kind of lighting it up this spring. Has been hitting the ball hard. Uh, some of the results might not have been there, but the all the analytics off the bat have been pretty productive. Noah, you got anything on Detroit? Oh, man. <laughs> not really? I mean, if that's your main piece coming out, just have fun this season, I guess. Go get a hot dog and a beer and go sit in the stands. <laughs> hey, Tigers fans, go go. Get some, go get your hot dog, get your beer, get you some outfield seats, and you know, find some teams that are fun to watch that are coming to Detroit and say goodbye to Miggy Cabrera. Uh, I like, yeah. go for it. I like, I like Green. I, I really like Riley Green. I think they're gonna have some fun watching him. I think we've all said our stuff about Spencer Torkelson. I mean, he's kind of it's not looked that good so far, but you're saying he's. He's having a good spring training. I mean, they, that's something they really need is for him to find their bat. He's, the, the Detroit Tigers and the uh, the Royals, man, they used to be such good teams. It's just kind of sad to watch this like, kind of happen to the fans of these teams. Really hope they can wow. turn it around for them. The waves of free agency and, and contracts. Uh yep. The White Sox, prove your talent. We all know that the White Sox have some crazy talented players. Luis Robert Jr. There's a junior on his name now, which is fun. Uh, And guys like Eloy, who kind of tore it up in the WBC. Uh, They've got a couple other young guys that are supposed to be the guys. The White Sox rotation has some filthy, nasty stuff, potentially. Prove your talent. And show why you were supposed to be like a dominant AL central force for the last several years. Uh, you know, I don't. I, everyone likes to point fingers at the Tony Larusa thing. I don't know if it's as big of a thing as everyone makes it out to be about Tony Larusa. I think at some point you still have to strap it up and go play ball at a high level. And you know, can the White Sox do it this year? They've had a they've had a big issue with injuries, so like you can't just right. really put the blame on Tony Larusa, like you said. Uh, they've they've been playing some people in places they really shouldn't play because they've had problems. You know, Andrew Vaughn, who is not an outfielder, has been I believe in right field because Jose Abreu, you're not taking him off first base. He's going to get to move to first base. He's he's already got a really solid bat. They need Tim Anderson to be healthy for the life of him because he's a top top eight guy when he like at the shortstop position when he's healthy but he's just never healthy Yasmani had a terrible season last year I mean terrible and their pitchers always seem to be injured they 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 need to stay healthy kind of like the Rays the Angels the WC proves that the Angels stars are ready for postseason play ready to be in the limelight 
Do the Angels make a run to the postseason, or does Shohei get traded midseason? What's your take? I just look at their roster. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, my my fault, man. I I look at the no, roster. I, I look at the roster other than Shohei and Trout, and like they've got Rendon. Is he going to be healthy? They've got got Hunter Renfro in the outfield. They've got Taylor Ward. Don't sleep on Taylor Ward. I'm not sleeping on Taylor Ward, even though I believe he had one of the worst months last year. I think it was him. Uh, He had like a three WRC, like in in WRC plus in a month. Like he was terrible. I just, I look at their roster and I compare it to ours. And I'm comparing it to ours because we're both AL West teams. And like, I just don't think it's better than us. Like, like even when I take the bias out, other than Shohei and Trout, I don't think they're a better team than we are. So, and do you think Shohei gets traded? I think, think there's a chance. I think it it really depends on what they what they and Otani have because they could be losing. But if they've got the assurance from Otani that he's going to stay, they don't trade him. But if he's like, yeah, I'm not doing this anymore, then he's gone. I mean. You can't let him walk in free agency. You have to trade him if he's gone. Okay, Noah, do you trade Otani? Do you try to equip for Otani? Um, I, th- I, I know I said I agree with Aiden, and it sounds like a record box. I mean, a broken record, but uh, I mean, you don't let Otani walk. If you let Otani walk without getting anything back, that just puts you like more deep down in your grave. Even as in like an angels, like the angels organization, like you're already so deep down. Um, I think, like you said, if they're doing good and you know, uh, and Otani is he gives them that reassurance. Um, I think I think you try to try to sign them, but if not, get them out of there. Get you four good players and draft picks and trip to Disney World. I do <laughs> trip to Disney World. I do just want to point out that even if Otani walks, he likely in free agency he does probably get the qualifying offer from the Angels, uh, so they would most likely still receive that compensatory pick for him choosing another team. Uh, but you know that's one draft pick versus four top prospect kind of things. But uh, you know you, you don't you don't lose them outright. You you still kind of get that extra extra goodie bag at the end. But it's definitely not the same value. Uh, the Astros, a couple injuries opening the year with Brantley and Altuve on the IL. Brantley soon to be back. Altuve out for at least two months. Uh, Lance McCullers still has not thrown a live, a live batter yet this spring, but he's on the way back. Probably the ride the opening months injury wave. You know, don't let the Mariners, the Rangers, the Astros sneak up on you too much. Um, and try to thrive down the stretch. I mean, we've we've talked ag- nauseum about Houston. Is there anything coming out of spring that has to be said that hasn't been said already? Really, to be honest, like I feel like I even without so. the injury, are going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, David Hensley, sleeper to watch. Uh, the big, long, tall kid playing second base for for Houston for a while. Keep an eye on him. Uh, the Athletics, they have a lot of arms. They have a lot of names in their rotation and bullpen. Uh, are any of them going to be quality arms? I mean, even... I'll give it a buck 50 with you. Hold on. I, I, <laughs> if you ask me to name one player, I'll come to A's. 
I couldn't, dude. Who was their all star last year? I don't know. Paul Blackburn, wasn't it? Paul Blackburn, who is, I think, I believe he's opening the year on the IL. So even Paul Blackburn is not going to be there at the beginning of this athletic season. I didn't even realize that. Wow. Like, Tony Kemp is there. God. Oh, man. Alidmus Diaz. Uh, he's, dude, he's, he's pretty nice. One of the pieces that the Athletics got in one of their Braves trade, Kyle Moeller. Moeller or Mueller? I always forget which one he is. I think he's Moeller. Uh, he's the tall lefty, and he's getting the start, opening day start against Otani for Oakland. Uh, I'm sorry. So, Kyle, Kyle Moeller, I, I have high hopes for you. I like what I've seen from you in the past. And so here's a, to your opening campaign in, in Oakland. Um, we'll just keep on going through here. The Mariners ambitious and high expectations. They ended their playoff drought uh, this past season. Uh, not a whole lot of changes to their roster during spring. Not a whole lot of camp decisions to be made. Does the addition of Teoscar Hernandez give this lineup the extra bop? To win the AL West, uh, really like Chaos for Hernandez. I don't think anyone's winning the AL West other than the Houston Astros. I don't think it gives them the extra bop. Uh, it does help them because they're going to be in a battle for second place right now, and I really, I really can see them losing that battle. They've got they've got great starting rotation arms. They've got now they've got a, another bat in a pretty good lineup. It's they're gonna be second or third, man. There is no no chance they fall, and if they are a third, it's gonna be by. I'm I'm saying two games, maybe. Like I could I could easily see three three teams out of this AL West. All right, Noah. The Rangers, last but not least, here saved it for last for you guys. Is the offense better than we think it is? I know, like, we've been saying you can't really judge off of spring training, but um, when Aiden says that uh, Josh Smith has been impressing him, something's got to be good's got to be going on, you know what I mean? Um, I don't know what, like, the, the stats are. I don't have them on me. I've lost my phone. I don't even know where it is. Um, but I know Robbie Grossman's having a good spring training. Josh Young has been having a good spring training. Josh Smith, uh, all these young guys. Foscue. Um, Foscue. I mean, uh, is he starting the year in AAA? I would assume so. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Ezekiel Duran's been doing amazing too. So I think the offense is better. Unbiasedly, I do. And I think a lot of people are like sleeping on this Rangers team. We've talked a lot about their rotation, obviously, and the, the health and health versus injury risk of their guys. I don't think we need to cover that any more than we already have in the past. Um, but that core group at the top of their lineup, you know, Simeon Seeger, Josh Lowe, Adolis. We know those four can kind of what they're going to do. We kind of have expectations for those guys, but, uh, will the other bats around them contribute and make this lineup a threat. Aiden, any other ads to that? Uh, like I said earlier, they, uh, sorry. Uh, they could have a sneaky good bullpen this year. I, I would look out for that. Uh, I don't think it's going to be like as good as the other AL West teams, but it, it, it could sneak in there as being a pretty good bullpen. Their bats are heavily underrated, in my opinion. All it takes is a little bit of protection around that back end, and I think Jung 
or young, sorry, is going to have a pretty good year. Uh, this this is really a team to watch out for, not not for World Series contenders, but to make the playoffs. And it's it's one of the most excited I've been for a Rangers team in the past seven years. Like, I would have had no guesses on that. Yeah. Let's make the shift to the NL here. Let's try to move a little bit quicker. Uh, the Atlanta Braves, Acuna back to 100%. Is there quality starting pitching depth there to make another deep run? Aiden, you love the Braves. Go ahead and take it away. Notice how I said starting pitching depth here, yeah, not their bullpen depth. I know, I know. They're, they're starting pitchers. They've had a really good starting pitching rotation. they got a couple guys you could probably name the number one. Uh, I'm, I've seen a lot from Braves fans about Spencer Strider this year. He's obviously really good. Uh, there could be some regression. He, no one knows if he's going to be able to pitch the innings that they're all expecting him to pitch yet. Uh, their their starting rotation is definitely good enough to do a deep playoff run now. Yep. The Marlins can Segura at third base and Arias at second base and Jazz in center field work for the Marlins. You gonna go first? Yeah, we'll have to see because the Marlins like to just not be good. Um, <laughs> and I mean they've got some true named guys this year. Uh, I like. I'm a big jazz fan. I don't know what. He just has a swag. I don't know if it's the Marlin blue that he just rocks, man. I like him, um, and I think he will do good in center field this year. So we'll see. They're definitely not going to win their division. They're probably going to be fourth, um, but we'll see. We'll see. The defensive alignment is kind of kind of funky with Segura at third, who has not done that really. Arise at second doesn't really grade out very highly at second base when a Jazz making the move to center. So, I think the uh, some of the defensive things do worry me about the team, but you know, time will tell. They're they could be a thorn in the side for some of these other teams, like kind of maybe stealing a stealing a series away from some of their NL counterparts. But I saw someone say this the other day. It's a roster of contact hitting second baseman, and they <laughs> yeah. just put them all in the field. They just, I it's, it's such That's a true. funny team to look at, man. I don't, I don't know. All right, the Mets uh, replacing Diaz is no easy task. No one can fully replace Edwin, but you know they've got some quality arms who have closed out games before. Uh, some of the moves they've made in their bullpen going into this year. Who is the Mets' primary closer going into 23, you think? Yeah, this is just like the A's. Don't, I'm sorry for the brand, but do not ask me. <laughs> Obviously, we know I, the Mets have the starting pitching. Know, you know, they've got between Scherzer, Verlander, Sanga, who Sanga's probably going to tear it up for the first month. Uh, first time he sees everyone because no one has seen him before. Uh, he's going to be a problem, I think, for a lot of people. The the sneaky move that the Mets made was when they brought in the guy from Philadelphia. Um, who who is the the reliever that I always bring up with the Mets that my brain just blanked on his name? Um, I don't know. Thompson, uh, not Thompson. Thompson. Okay, are we still in the Mets? The closer for the Mets? Yeah. Um, is it going to be David Robertson? Robertson. Robertson's the guy Robertson, that I got okay. penciled in, and I think he's going to be just fine in that role in New York. He's closed out games for the Yankees. Um, 
being in New York and closing out games is not going to scare him, I don't think. So uh, he won't replace Edwin fully in the stats and analytics department, but still expect him to get the job done at a pretty good clip. I just saw that they, uh, they picked up Dennis Santana. So Nationals, lots of young players. Can Are they establishing a new young core for their next big run? I think I, I mean obviously that's what you're they're trying to do if you're any smart team besides like the A's I think they've got the the core and they're building it um, like we've said I don't think they're in purgatory like the A's are um, I think they have a promising future somewhat uh, but yeah I I think they're they're in the first steps of you know their rebuild obviously they're just. They're years. They're, they're years away yeah. from being in a position to contend. I mean, when you're making a graphic for Patrick Corbin starting on opening day, you know that it's not the best around there right now. Uh, hey, getting anything from Patrick Corbin right now is a plus for that team. I just, I it's gonna it's gonna be a while before the Nationals are good, but like. I said, and Noah said, they're not in purgatory. It's going to take a couple. They've got the pieces. They're not going to be as boring to watch as I know the athletics are for Oakland fans. So, that's a positive. The Phillies have top-end talent for days. We know about their top-end talent. Uh, the roster plugins to piece around it, though. You know, Reese Hoskins going down with the ACL injury. Andrew Painter going down with the elbow injury. Do the Phillies have the pieces around their top end talent to still be legit contenders? I've touched on it before. It's my favorite team out of that division. I think it is still my favorite team. Uh, I, I think they'll, they'll still contend. I mean, even they've lost a couple guys. I still think that they're probably a better roster than last year. I think they're better than they were last year. They kind of they got to the World Series last year, but it's kind of off of getting hot at the right time. So I, I think they're a better team this year. I think they still continue. I keep forgetting that, like, I mean, I know we're talking about top and top, but I keep forgetting that Trey Turner is a Philly. Like, I don't know why, but I just do. Um, and, you know, looking at their, their team, I, I think they're going to be all right. Uh, like Aiden said, they're obviously going to contend. Um but with you know certain injuries from even in their division alone, I think it's still a toss up. Uh, teams could have bad series. You know, Marlins and Nationals can take this series away from this team and that team. And so, uh, I mean, just like we always say, all we can do is wait and see. For sure, going to the Central here, the Brewers. They kind of ticked off their best pitcher in Corbin Burns, uh, and in the bullpen, aside from Devin Williams. Who else can get the job done? Is is pitching depth a concern in Milwaukee? Because I'll be honest, I don't really know many of these names very well in that Milwaukee bullpen aside from Devin Williams. Um, hold up, I'm pulling it up. Sorry. It's gonna take me a minute. Aiden, give your give your little opinion on it. Give mine. Uh, I don't know. You know, they're in that that funky division. 
see them getting second or so. They've got who do they have? I'm trying to think. I know that they, they they've got Devin Williams. They've got Woodruff starter, Freddie Peralta starting. Like those those two are of course should be good. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I'm looking at these relievers and I'm just. It's kind of a janky group. Got bullish. Yeah. I don't I don't know if that's something to be that happy about. It's I don't know, man. We'll we'll have to see. I don't think we've seen a lot of these guys and we're gonna probably see a lot of them this year. So The Cardinals. We saw old man uh yeah. Wainwright take the mound for Team USA. We saw one of the best mustaches in the game in Miles Michaelis take the mound for Team USA. Jordan Montgomery came over from the Yankees in a trade deadline move for Harrison Bader. But do the Cardinals have a true ace come playoff time? Um, taking a look here. I don't think so. I think they've got a couple, maybe twos, threes. I don't, I don't think they have a solid one right now. And that's really been the Cardinals' problem these past couple of years. I mean, they had the... They got the infield. They had the bats last year, and I just think the starting the starting rotation's gonna be their their kind of weak point. Seeing them, I could see like say the Brewers this offseason or not this offseason, this trade deadline are like, hey, it's not working. We kind of need to get Burns out of here. I could see. I don't think they would trade him to the Cardinals, but I think we would hear a lot about the Cardinals trying for him. So I, I think they will be trying for. Yeah, the the name that the Cardinals I think are relying on right now is Jack Flaherty. Um, he's had some weird injury years, hasn't really reached his potential. I think he still hasn't really found his top end gear in the league. Um, he had kind of a breakout season two three years ago, um, but has been kind of derailed since then. Uh, if Jack Flaherty can be that guy, then all of a sudden that Cardinals team looks really scary. If Flaherty still doesn't quite reach his mountaintop, then oh, I think it could be maybe an ugly stretch for the Cardinals. Like they might not be the team to beat in the Central if if that kind of turns out to be the case. Uh, the Cubbies they brought in some vets. You know they brought in Dansby on a pretty good deal. They bring in Bellinger on on a comeback season signing. They bring in Trey Mancini. They bring in. A couple of pitchers to pair around Kyle Hendricks and Marcus Stroman. Uh, do we see bounce back years from the Cubs? Are they a threat in the NL? Or is this going to be another third place, fourth place finish for Chicago and kind of just mediocre, not sure what they're doing? You know, I said Brewers could I get... Think, oh, my bad. You can go. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Sorry. I said Brewers are probably my second team in that division. I, I may have lied right there, even even in my rankings. I, I like the Cubs roster. I didn't like it as much. Watching some of them get their bats, looking at some of their pitching, I, I don't mind it nearly as much. Uh, Stroman's a guy last year who kind of struggled at the beginning. He kind of tried to take a new approach to what he was throwing, and he's going back to what he did kind of those years that he was seen as a better pitcher. So he, he could come out and have a sneaky good year this year. Uh, I, I like the Cubs, to be honest. They're, they're a really good defensive team. We'll, we'll see how they do, of course, but I, I could see them being a wild card team for sure. Yeah, obviously they're not like a um, like a contender 
But I can see them making a little, a little bit of noise in their division. Um, you bring in guys like Bellinger. Uh, you, you signed Dansby Swanson on a big contract. Uh, they're big fans of Patrick Wisdom over there. And then you bring in Trey Mancini. If Trey Mancini can turn into Baltimore Oriole Trey Mancini and not have uh, like a season where he did in the playoffs last year with Houston, I mean, yeah, like good for them. I think they'll make a little bit of noise. Mancini still has something in his bat. There's, there's still oh, – yeah. He's got time in his career to still be the dude. So I, I hope Mancini has a, a good season in Chicago. I'm always rooting for him. Uh, the Pirates, same issue as the Athletics, in my opinion, right now. They have a, a lot of arms, but how many of them are quality arms? I I don't know. Uh, can Mitch Keller finally turn the corner? Will JT Brubaker turn the corner? Uh, a few years ago when the Pirates were making a postseason run, you know, it was on the backs of their young pitching guys, the... The Glass now, before he was a, a Ray, the Garrett Cole before he was an Astro. Uh, is there a guy on this Pittsburgh rotation that is the next big breakout starting pitcher? Rich Hill? <laughs> no, answer's no. The answer's no. I'm stand on that approach. Who are these guys? I'm sorry. Not trying to be rude, but like, come on. I've heard of David Bednar. I've heard of Rich Hill. Um, it's just like, no. I think you just all you have is Cabrian Hayes, Daniel Cruz, that cool little uh, left side of your uh, infield. Bring in old man Carlos Santana to break for you, and you have G-Man Choi. Don't forget um, Brian Reynolds, man. Yeah, sorry, Brian Reynolds. I didn't <laughs> get down to that. Uh, Brian Reynolds is really good. I'm not dissing on him. But then you bring Andrew McCutcheon back for what? You know, I guess for ticket sales, I mean, it's just he's in tickets, baby. Ace, but you know, pretty close. Yeah, uh, I'll kick the same question to you here on the Reds, Aiden, because you know Hunter Green, Nick Lodolo, Ashcraft, they've got some sneaky arms in that rotation that could be really good. Is one of these guys a breakout Cy Young contender? I wouldn't take it that far. Uh, I know a lot of people are high on Hunter Green right now. I'm not as high on him. I'd really like to see him kind of evolve his game a little bit more. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Like I, I don't see any of them being sneaky Cy Young contenders. I could, at least this year and for the next year, Like I feel like it's going to take a couple more years for any of them to even be close to that conversation, to be honest. I think I saw a clip yesterday of hunter green just like i think he hit 105 yesterday is that anybody else see that i did not uh, i could i could be wrong i just i remember seeing somebody hit like 105 on a gun i was like oh okay we're we're doing he, like, that stuff he throws just feels like a closer like yeah how he throws it and at the speed he throws it he reminds so me I, when when the reds first brought up a chapman and he was a starting pitcher prospect like Hunter Green kind of reminds me of early year Aroldis just pumping gas with the wipeouts like wipeout breaking pitch and so it would I'm not saying that Hunter Green will become a closer or become a, a high leverage reliever kind of guy but that that comparison makes sense in my head because that's exactly who I thought he was last year was like oh this is rookie Aroldis gotcha 
the Diamondbacks, the outfielders, just keep them growing, keep developing, get ready for an NL West push in a year or two. Uh, any any sneaky news on the D-backs being a, a wild card team by chance? They're a fun team to watch. I mean, I don't, I don't think oh, yeah. it's the year yet. They got some pitching, man. Like, I'm, I'm ready to watch Gallon out there. Uh, Corbin Carroll, they're kind of riding on what he's going to do. Like, I'm, I'm ready to see him go out there and kind of. I've seen some huge comparisons for him, and I just, I want to see him go out there and do it. He, fun guy to watch. You know, they traded Varsho, which I don't know if anyone expected that. That came out of nowhere. And uh, we're going to see what they do. They, they're they're going to be a really fun team to watch, though. So. Know anything on that? Um, I'm just ready for them to be good. They've been really bad for a long time. It's just one of those franchises. Um, you know, they've got, I, I think they've got some sneaky, sneaky guys on this team. You know, you got Christian Walker, you're a big fan of. Um, got a vet and Evan Longoria got a really, like you said, really good outfield. So they're going to be a really fun team to watch this year. Yeah. Uh, everyone kind of loves Corbin Carroll for obvious reasons. Uh, you know, don't sleep on guys like Alec Thomas who plays a really clean, uh, outfield, pretty good little bat on him played for team Mexico this year. Uh, and then McCarthy is a, I think some sneaky pop in his bat and he's another really good outfielder. So they've got three center fielders just, patrolling the gaps out there in chase so uh fun team to watch I, I got my eye on them for sure uh the dodgers probably the most reliant they've been on young guys than in recent baseball memory are they still the powerhouse in the national league or do you think they might take a step back this year um can i guess i'll be controversial i know i said that um I know I said that they're going to win the NL, uh, their division, which I still think is totally possible. But I don't know, man. That Padres team is really good. And I, my, it's very, very possible that they have a step-back season and a little regression. Um, Aiden, what do you think? I think I've said it. Other, like, the Padres feel more like the Dodgers in terms of what their team looks like right now than the yeah. Dodgers do. I don't think they win the division. I've got the Padres winning the division. Uh, and with that Chris Taylor injury, they're kind of like in a spot we haven't seen them in for a while. Like I don't, I don't know how their depth is. Like, I don't, I don't know if they're going to be able to keep it up. They've got the pitching depth, of course. Like I really like their pitching. I just, I don't know if there's enough bats in that lineup right now. Their top end bats are obviously still going to play. You know, Mookie yeah, and Freeman and those Freeman, guys. Like, but yeah, they're they're gonna be like I said, they're gonna be reliant on some young young pieces, probably more so than they've ever have been. So it'll be interesting to see. I was I still had the Dodgers as my pick. Um, mm-hmm. Then Gavin Lux happened. I was like, ooh, okay, that that was might change some things. I, I said Chris Taylor. That's who I meant was Gavin Lux. That's my bad. I figured uh, losing Gavin Lux, I think, really does hurt. Um, I think they probably still plug and play and roll and still, you know, they're still gonna make a play for 95 win plus season but yeah uh i'm i'm becoming more and more padre lenient or padre leaning than i am am dodger leaning so it'll be interesting to see the uh the giants are after a weird off season and spring training they probably are going to be using a lot of rookies and have a lot of debuts uh, is there anything super exciting going on in the bay coming out of spring training that you guys saw 
it's a growing year for them. That's that's what I think it's going to be. To be honest, like we're gonna we're gonna see them try to develop some of their guys. They're they're not going to compete this year. I don't think they'll be they'll be kind of in the middle of the pack. Like they're my third in that division, I believe. Uh, it'll be interesting. Like Giants fans, you want to see your guys compete, but you're also going to get to see those young guys that you kind of want to see play and see if they can develop. You're going to get to see those guys, and I think. I wouldn't be as upset as a Giants fan as like some of the fans of these other teams that aren't going to compete. Okay. No, I'll kick this one to you. Fernando's back in Padre Land in twenty games, baby. almost almost back in in Padre Land. <laughs> uh, are the fathers set to win the whole thing? Dude, the poppies, man. I don't. All right, pause. Uh, dude, I they're really good. They're really good. Um. I mean, their pitching rotation's good. I'm not too sure, like, just me, like, not knowing. <laughs> I'm not sure about their uh, their bullpen. I might be stupid saying it's that. It's pretty dang good. Okay, yeah, I'll trust Aiden on that. Um, I don't know, man. I I could see him going all the way this year. Um, you know, God forbid any injuries or any uh, ringworms. Um, yeah. Let's let's watch. Let's see. Aiden, do over under outfield errors by Soto and Tatis fifteen and a half. I think I think Soto may get fifteen by himself. Uh, <laughs> Tatis. I saw one the other day. It was pretty bad, man. But you know, I also saw him guy him gun out a guy at third from right field. Listen, he's gonna she make knows. some plays that you're gonna be like, "Wow, that was crazy. That was a really good <laughs> arm. That was a great throw. That was a great catch." But he's gonna have some out there that make you scratch your head a few times. I think one of his biggest things at short, he made a lot of those errors, but he also got to a lot of balls that a lot of guys in that position couldn't get. To. So like, it's 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 there's gonna be some growing pains from the outfield. Like I said, him and Soto are like probably high up on my NL MVP list right now. Like I've got Soto one, and I've probably got Tatis top four right now. Uh, they're gonna be really dang good, of course. Joe got hurt, I believe he's out for I don't know how long, but I know he's out. He's throwing bullpens already, so he should be back he's pretty soon. Bullpens already? Yep. Oh, dang, that's that's nice for them. Uh, they've got a really good rotation. They've got top three bullpen. Really good bullpen, and they've got the bats. Like this, it's got to be the favorite they know. I don't think any other team could. You made the joke about the Marlins having a team full of second basemen, contact hitting second basemen playing the field. I mean, the Padres are are the uh, shortstop version of this of that coin. Obviously, I think you'd probably rather have a team full of shortstops than a team full of second basemen. So it makes sense that the Padres are lining up to be a little bit better than the Marlins this year. Uh, And then, last but not least, maybe least. Uh, the Rockies. What is the plan in Colorado? Is there a glimmer of hope anywhere? There's no plan. There's no plan. There's no, There's no plan. plan. There's you, you, you bring in Chris Bryant to boost up your ticket sales so your team finally has somebody to watch. You don't have a plan. You're a sad, sorry franchise. Um, being in Denver is uh-huh. makes it worse. Um, no, it's, it's so, like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fighting hey, words um, for the I rocks. Say before we move on, um, we we didn't cover the twins. Hold up, what's what's? Did we not? No. Oh shoot! 
Oh, shout out twins. Shout, shout out, out to out the twins. Twins are twins are just a little forgettable, man. The twins. Listen, the twins are my sneaky pick in the in the American League. They're they're my sneaky AL Central winner. I still think I think the Cleveland Guardians are still the best team, but I've got the twins as my controversial sneaky pick for for the Central. Uh, the twins. Hey, you brought back Correa. Good job. If you didn't do that, that was going to be a problem. You get Buxton for 140, you've got a good chance. You get Buxton for 100, yeah, maybe not. So keep keep those two guys on their feet. You got a shot. Uh, you brought in Pablo Lopez. Uh, so the rotation got a, a boost in the right direction. And Joe Ryan, Stranger Things boy, uh, take a step forward. You can you can do it. So Dude, there, there's that, your twins preview. That graphic they made for Pablo Lopez was so funny. Like. If you're going to make a graphic for a player showing his stats on the second slide, he's got to be top 10 in some of them. And he was top, he was like 26th in all of them. And they put it out there. It's like, this is not something that you post to encourage your fans for opening day. Pablo Lopez is a really good yeah. pitcher, by the way, though. He's a good pitcher. Yeah. But it's just, I thought it was just so funny to post all his ranks and they're all like 26 to 20. Yeah. I feel that it, it is. It feels weird, like celebrating top twenty-five. But at the end he of the day, be the like number two guy in the starting rotation. Like, I think if he's your two, part. if he's your two, then you've got a really you've good rotation. Really good rotation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, MLB.com put their postseason predictions out there, um, based off their quote-unquote experts. Uh, just want to get your quick reactions to this. In the American League, they've got Yankees, Guardians, Astros, with the wild cards being the Mariners, Blue Jays, and Rays. In the National League, they've got Braves, Cardinals, Padres, with the wild cards being Dodgers, Phillies, Mets. They've got the Astros meeting the Padres in the World Series, but the Fathers winning the trophy. What do you think about MLB.com's postseason predictions? Uh, you want to go first, Sean? Yeah, it's realistic. Um, the AL East, I I see the Blue Jays coming second in the AL East. Um, do I see the Rays making the wild card? Maybe. Um, we'll see. We'll see. It's up to them and the you know Orioles, which I'm kind of high on the Orioles for some reason. I don't even know why. Um, Braves are most likely yeah going to win it. Cardinals are going to win theirs. Dodgers, Padres, toss up. I think it's very realistic, um, surprisingly, coming from MLB.com. Um, but yeah, Aiden, take it away. Uh, I really like their World Series pick. Like, I, I, That's kind of the common one right now, but it's the common one for a reason. Uh, Padres could definitely win it, especially with that really good bullpen they, they have, which I've stressed on having. Uh, so the Blue Jays, for me, are a definite wild card team. Like, they're definitely making the playoffs, even if it's in the wild card. But the the Mariners and the Rays for me are kind of those two teams where I'm like, I don't really know. Like, I could see either one of them being swapped out for another team. Uh, I've said I like the Orioles. Next year is probably their year. They, they're letting the young guys go at it again. And, I mean, even their managers kind of showing no faith in it, saying they over-exceeded expectations. Uh, those are my, but yeah, those those are my two guys in the wild card that I could see swapped out for another team. The NL, the NL looks really good, except I'd probably have the Phillies over the Braves, and the Braves making the wild card with the uh, Dodgers, and the other team was the Mets, I believe, in the wild card. Yep. 
So yeah, I, I definitely think they're sending three teams again. Yeah, I uh, I've been wanting the Astros Mets World Series. That was my matchup back in the off season. Obviously, with some of the changes to the Mets and some of the injury issues that they may or may not be facing, uh, I th- I think that probably does slide the Mets down my list a little bit. So. Uh, Astros Padres, I think, is a feasible World Series matchup, and uh, yeah, uh, down the list, like I said, I've I've got the Twins as a sneaky wild card add-in or a sneaky Central winner, um, possibly taking that Rays spot, maybe. Um, but the rest of it looks pretty close to how I've been feeling. The NL is, I think, pretty much a lock in in that sense, right there. Um, I think the Brew Crew are the team outside looking in. Um, so yeah, I, I I'm not Cubs. I'm not too far off on that. Uh, real quick, top prospects the their the MLB website launched their top prospect list leading into opening day. Uh, for the first time in a while, like pretty much the top seven guys are all either on major league rosters or breaking camp with the team or are on the cusp of making a trip or making the major league team. So Gunnar Henderson, Gunnar Henderson at one Corbin Carroll at two, obviously already on the major league squads. Mm-hmm. Uh, Francisco Alvarez, the Mets catcher is uh, in triple a ready to go. Uh, they That's just didn't have a spot for him. So he'll probably be making his, the jump this season, probably early this season, I would think. Uh, the two big names, Jordan Walker and Anthony Volpe, news broke that they will be making their respective teams roster for opening day. Uh, Anthony Volpe getting the the starting shortstop nod in Yankee Land is a is a fun story. Andrew Painter was set to make the Phillies roster, but will start the year on the IL with the elbow injury. And then number seven, Grayson Rodriguez is in Baltimore's AAA, expects to be the first man brought up when when needed. So the the top seven are all, you know, major league rostered or soon to be major league rostered. Normally you see a lot of kind of lower level guys sprinkled in that top ten and especially the top five. So it's kind of interesting to me Ooh. to see all these guys ready to go day one. Who rounds out the rest of the ten? Oh, you, you would ask me that when I don't have it pulled up. You don't have it. Okay, no, it's fine. It's fine. I was just trying to. Uh, Josh Young is like 34, so that was your question. I don't know. Because normally what you see is when Major League ready guys, they start trickling down the list as they get older. And young guys, the, the lower level guys start to fill in at the top end of the list. And so uh, just seeing MLB, 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 MLB on their roster rank or the roster positioning uh, was interesting to me. Uh, other news real quick. City connect jerseys are, you know, making their way back into 2023. The Atlanta Braves released their, the a Jersey, which is kind of a, looks like a pretty heavy nod to the Hank Aaron days. Yeah. Uh, did you guys see the Atlanta city connects? I did. It wasn't, I like, like I like the Jersey. I don't like the green under the hat. Like I, I know it's I, the throwback. It, the throwback yeah, green. I just didn't like that. Like I know it's symbolic, but it just didn't look good in my opinion. I'm really worried about these Rangers ones, man. Mm. Yeah, they're they're up next. They're the next ones to release. the The Atlanta Braves will debut their jerseys on April 8th. The Texas Rangers are slated to release their City Connects soon and debut them April 21st. 
other teams making theirs this year, the Seattle Mariners, the Cincinnati Reds, the Baltimore Orioles, and the Pittsburgh Pirates. I'm very excited for the Pittsburgh Pirates because I'm sure the city yeah, of Pittsburgh has some some good stuff that they could do with that. So hopefully that will will be a fun fun thing. Our socks got leaked for ours, and it's looking like it's going to be a black well, and red. I don't, I don't know if that was it. I, I think it was. Somebody sent it to me, but I've been hearing a lot of things, like reading on Reddit. Um, the it's most reliable. And it's just like it's gonna be an Arlington theme, which I mean, yeah, obviously, but like I, I don't know. I would like like a, like a actual Texas Ranger, Fort Worth Stockyards esque jersey. We'll see. Please don't. Please don't be bad though. Please don't be bad. <laughs> uh, some fun stories around the the last few days here. JT Romuto gets kicked out of the game because an umpire oh got embarrassed. God. So I don't know if you guys saw the full clip of this, but just I want to quickly play play this out for you. So uh, pitcher asked for a new ball. JT puts his glove up. The umpire throws the pitcher the ball. Pitcher's walking back to the mound, checks out the ball. He's like, hey, I don't like this ball. Throws it away. So JT puts his glove back up. Umpire takes another baseball. This time, JT puts his glove down thinking, oh, wait, he just threw him the ball back. There's no way he's giving me the ball. He's going to throw the ball back to the pitcher. And JT's glove goes down. Umpire goes to slap the ball and glove. Ball falls to the dirt. Umpire instant reaction is to toss JT Romuto. That's his first time ever being ejected from a baseball game in his career. Uh, umpires are in full force in 2023 already. What's the... Uh, Terrible. <laughs> anything, anything that you guys just... Man, I, I don't know what the what the deal is with that. You can even see him, like, saying it. Like, JT wasn't even, like, mad about it. He, he just, like, kind of turns around and goes... Dude, I thought, I thought you, you were throwing, throwing in the ball. <laughs> He's just surprised. I, I don't know how you can kick a guy out for that. It's so bad. It it's, was ridiculous. It's bad. Uh, Mike Trout gets a golf course. Uh, him and Tiger Woods are building a new golf course in New Jersey. So, uh, need Good. to work on our swing so we can go golf, go golf with with Trout. Ruin your swing, Trout. I I don't think that's that would, I think that's a I, retirement plan because it won't even open for another two and a half years, from what I read. Dang it. Uh, Sergio Romo uh was on his retirement uh game in San Fran. And they sent Hunter Pence out to bring him off the mound. Uh, great career for Sergio Romo. Wish him all the best moving into his next stages of life. And Nico Horner got an extension from the Cubs for three years to probably play middle infield for them for, I think, so this contract brings out two years of arbitration and one year free agency. So not a massive move, but, you know, locking a guy down for a few years to, I guess they still think they're, they're in a three-year, four-year kind of window with the Cubs. So congrats to Nico Horner on getting his extension. Another uh, guy, Andre Simenez, just got extended. Ooh. And I'm seeing that, yeah, it was we posted it. Uh, seeing that the Guardians are actually working on a lot of the guys over there as we speak. Logging so down Jimenez would be a good a move more. for them. Could see a lot more coming from them after that move. Opening day, real quick, last thing on the docket. Uh, we have a full slate of opening day games. Everyone is playing on opening day this year, which is fun. I used to hate when 
opening day meant like three games were being played and everyone else had to wait like two days to play or whatever things were happening. Uh, so I thought it would be fun to maybe do just a, a quick kind of parlay mindset. So I'm going to rattle off the games. You two just shoot off your winner. Who's winning the opening day game? The uh, first name is the away team. Second name is the home team. So Braves at Nationals. Braves. Noah. Braves. Giants at Yankees. Braves. Yankees. Orioles at Red Sox. Oh. Orioles. Brewers at Cubs. Cubs. Oh, oh wait, no. Brewers. Brewers, Brewers, Brewers. Noah. Cubs. Cubs, okay. Cubbies. Tigers at Rays. Rays. Phillies at Rangers. 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 Shocking. <laughs> Pirates at Reds. Oh, Pirates. That's Give me the Pirates. Oh, Give me God, the Pirates. And hey, that might be the uh, only sellout the Reds get all year, man. Rockies <laughs> at Padres. 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 Blue Jays at Cardinals. Cardinals. Blue Jays. Twins at Royals. Twins. The Royals. Powder blue first game opening day in Royal Land. Some magic happening. Uh, Mets at Marlins. Marlins. White Sox at Astros. 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 Angels at Athletics. Angels. Angels. Diamondbacks at Dodgers. 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 Guardians at Mariners. Guardians. Guardians. Listen, if that game wasn't at freaking 10 o'clock because of the west coast time zone that guardians mariners game is probably a sneaky good one to watch uh the espn game is the white Sox at houston uh i'll be doing a a live stream of that i think just doing with the game cast and instant reactions uh anything else that we need to cover before we close this thing out boys i mean you said of course Yogi on- in his own documentary <laughs> You said, of course, on our Rangers pick, but I'm just saying, man, DeGrom, seven innings, no underruns. No, I, no, I, I do like, I think uh, that is a sneaky good game, the Phillies and Rangers. That's, a, that's a fun, fun one to start. That's that's a good good matchup. Yeah, I'm going to get the I'm gonna get the big burger hot dog they've got. I forgot you're going to that. Yeah, get where are you, where you sitting at? Group <laughs> shirt. Section 125, row 16, seat, uh, hold on. 22. All right, there you yeah. go. Go say hi yeah, to Noah at the, at the Rangers game. I'm going to make that into a short. You better get that Seager shirt. The right. Seager jersey thing. We'll be back next week with a uh, opening series recaps and finally getting into the season. Uh, it's baseball time, boys. We've waited a long time for it, and let's have some fun this year.